Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Always wanted to play an instrument, but too lazy for all that practice and learning? Then join the club at the Upbeat Music Academy. Now all your musical problems are solved. At Upbeat, we teach music the pure way. Apply a dab of our Essence of Teenage Sweat 1972 to your temples, and you'll instantly be able to crank out those old Credence riffs in cracking style. There are so many styles to choose from. Contact Upbeat today for a free consultation. Forget the downbeat and the backbeat. Go with the upbeat. Everyone recording? Do we press on the one or do we... Did you see that Tom Cruise thing the other night? Three, two, one. What, we do it on the one or the one after the one? Tom was very funny. For, for Tom? I mean, the whole Scientology thing's hilarious. Can't wait to join again. Is this shirt slimming? Presented by Christopher Sulos, Robert Barnhill, Philip Muscatello. The highs, the lows, the triumphs, the invigilators, the laughter, the tears. Is this shirt slimming? I guess it must be a podcast. Oops. Anyway, what were we talking about? Phil being embalmed. He, he, wants, to, he wants to be interred. We were talking about the 80s party I DJed at on um, Saturday night. And? Who won? <laughs> it was like putting on a comfy old pair of slippers. I haven't done 80s music to that extent for so long with such an enthusiastic crowd. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just, just, to, find, just to find enthusiastic. I, I felt really bad. There was a really lovely guy who kept on requesting songs and I was rejecting them, <laughs> because, <gasps> mainly because I didn't have them. But there was a reason I didn't have them, as in... Um, Tired of Towing the Line by Rocky Burnett. Oh, yeah, I've got it. You've got Spotify. Why didn't you have it? Oh, I pretended not to. Oh. <laughs> so did you play anything by ABC? I played the I played the look the look of love. Oh, the look. That's the look. Where did A Town Like Malice come in? Uh, it came in about halfway through because that was requested by the man who was <laughs> dressed like Devo in Whippet. That's great. undressed for the session. What did you think of those records I sent you? Great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I had a chance to listen to two tracks out of them. I haven't listened to John Lennon. Uh, literally, that's all. That's all the opportunity I had. What a and, what a great collection of songs, though. I really, th- I really thought it was um, it was Mick Khan on bass. Such a I thought. Uh, What's this you're talking about, boys? We got together behind your back the other night. <clears throat> Chris and I made our own threesome. <laughs> yeah, him and I and some records. And I I I downloaded 18 gig. Of uh, Muzak for Chris. Were you plotting against me? <laughs> Man, what a, what a revelation. What a great discovery. Because I've never really been a frip like. Look, I admire him. I like him. And I love the woman that he married. But, you know. Oh, who did he marry? Oh, Toya Wilcox. Did he? <laughs> yeah. 
That's what I love. That's what I really like about him. I thought if anyone's going to marry her, someone had. And Rob Fripp married her, and they're still married happily. You got to see them really? interviewed. Yeah, you got to see them interviewed. They're like kids. Beautiful. That like Lou Reed and uh, and Laurie Anderson. You're kidding me. No, they were great. Could you imagine? I think we had this conversation. I just would really hate to be at breakfast with them. What a miserable couple. Hang on. Let me turn the guitar up. What are you doing today, Lou? Let me turn up the guitar. I thought I'd do an album with Metallica. That sounds like a great idea. I think I'll do an album with Nutella. <laughs> so that got me thinking, Rob, uh, and I've been thinking, which are the most, like, I had to do some research because it took a while. Um, I, I found some amazing matches in music history. Ooh, uh, tell me. Yeah, well, for instance, remember Mary Hopkins? That, uh, or Hopkins. She was married. Uh, let me uh, think. Uh, 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 Tony, well, Tony Visconti? Bravo, bravo. Got it first, first go. Now, if, for all the listeners out there, because we're nerds, Tony Visconti, Phil, is the producer who did what for David Bowie? Oh, um, Heroes. You know, lots of, lots of albums. Nearly every album. Yeah. yeah. What was he, what did he start with, Phil? What's his famous thing? What's he a hero for, Phil? Heroes. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I said heroes. <laughs> it's such, it's so important. It's such an important moment in music history. What instrument did he play, Phil? Tony Visconti. Was he a multi-instrumentalist? I didn't know he played anything. No, played bass. Did he? Did he produce the last two David Bowie albums? Oh, good question. Did he? I know the answer. The answer is yes. Well, he must have then. And interestingly, interestingly, he produced the second Finn Brothers album. Oh. They demoed it, they demoed it in, in Wellington and, and webbed it over to him. Yeah. And they flew over to New York and they recorded the album, um, called, um, Oh, whatever the second album called, Finn Brothers, I think. Yeah. And uh, they got home to Auckland, didn't like it, scrapped it, and re-recorded it with Mitchell Froome, I think, or somebody like that. But I've got the Tony Visconti copy. Oh, right. What, is it a bootleg or is it just an early release? Some girl from the Friends of the Ends website uh-huh. sent me track by track um, <gasps> from from Canada. Yeah. And it's a much, if you know the record, it's a great pop record. I, I don't But the, the Tony Visconti version is much slower and like a country album. Oh, right. Well, just just to celebrate the, the the immense importance of one moment in recorded history of Tony Visconti and David Bowie when they did Heroes, the studio that they recorded it in is now part of the Eventide catalogue. Uh, you can download, you can buy and download the Eventide T-Verb, that's a capital T-V-E-R-B, which is actually the recreation. It is a an impulse response recreation of the studio and the preset is there are presets called heroes because that's where Tony re- recorded. So you can actually have the room. We're talking plugins. That David we're Bowie, talking plugins. Yeah, we're again. talking plugins. <laughs> but this is music. This is music. It's so important that it's 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 transferred itself over to the technical side, to the to the digital recording world, to the DAW world, to Nerddom. Nerddom celebrates that album. He also produced Hunky yes. Dory. That's right. So what was what was that actual sound? What was that actual vocal sound on uh, Heroes, Chris? Uh, it was recorded. They recorded different parts of the room. Several microphones at once, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, that that so was what that was, was the story. Was, uh, the, the story is about that. Is that yeah, um, so? He was able to record from a from a from a silence to a scream without distortion. Yeah, 
Uh, well, kind of. There were three different. There were three different. No, no. Hang on. Going back a step. First of all, what happened was is that they ran out of tracks because um, Robert Fripp's guitar took up so many tracks to get that great guitar sound. They had one oh, track yeah. left to do the vocals yeah. on, so all the effects had to be done live. So what they did is they had separate mics at separate distances with different reverbs yeah. on them. I think one of the reverbs might, might have even been out of the studio in a in a hallway or a uh, uh, a fire yeah, escape or something. Yeah, and the, they had they had a gate. Yeah, usually down the stairwell. Yeah, they had a gate on them as well, so that um, they only right. triggered once David was wor- was singing at a certain level. Huh. So when he was singing very quietly, he only had one oh. mic with one effect on it. Then when he went a bit louder, the other mic would cut him with a different background sound. And then when he really, oh, right. when he really hit his stride, then the third microphone would cut him, yeah. and they were all mixed together oh. on that one track. So uh, who did Madonna? I mean, as if we really care, but who, the most bizarre match I'd seen Madonna had, um, uh, had was an item briefly in the nineties with a bloke called Dennis Rodman. Was he? Was she? Really? Were they? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Kim Jong Un's best friend. <laughs> she <laughs> yeah. was. Kim's she friend. was gorgeous once. Oh, in the yeah, the first album, yeah, the first two or three albums, get into the groove. She was hot. Oh, in fact, um, in fact, this must but be her sixtieth birthday. Yeah. She was born in August, in the same year that I was born in, and um, so she must okay. be sixty this month. Happy birthday, well, man! When she was younger, she looked better than you, Phil. But <laughs> when she was young, she looked better than you, Phil. But now, I don't think she's got a chance. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah, she's good. So who do? Who else did I find? Oh, yeah, uh, the most bizarre, I think, was John Lennon and Yoko Ono, or more bizarre was Paul McCartney and Heather Mills. I just, uh, <laughs> still. What was that joke about that? Um, when, when they got. I gave them some furniture polish for their wedding. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't For the it. wooden leg. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't seem to mind. <laughs> No, it's a stain. <laughs> there was the journalist that asked Paul McCartney when he proposed to her, did he go down on one knee? And he said, don't talk about my wife that way. Get down on one leg. I'll oh, get lost. <laughs> That's horrid. That's disgusting. Hold on. Can I just say, can I just tell you that Madonna was born on the 16th of August, 1958. So she's 60 until yeah, that yeah, date. Yeah. She'll turn 61. In she fact, female, in fact, she will have by the time this episode comes out. Allegedly, she was female. Not, not she was five, five foot, five, five foot three, and, uh, and she was born. <laughs> no, she's one point six four meters. But what about Michael Jackson, Lisa Marie Presley? Yeah, so that kind of makes sense because of <laughs> you know the, the pantheon of the rock gods, you know, and the Valhalla of the rock gods that they yeah would. Um, <laughs> Seem to to meet up there on that higher spiritual level, up in that the rarefied uh, stratosphere. Yeah, yeah. Well, who else are they going to meet? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like they're going to start hanging out with some guy at the shop. They met in the they what met about in the... Andy Roddick and Mandy Moore. I didn't know that oh, when she was gorgeous and young and hot. When she did oh, when she was when young. she did that great single Candy, which I still play. I love that single. Well, okay, okay. I'm going to throw another another name into the into the fire. Ben Harper was married to Laura Dern. Yeah, really. That's weird. Wow. Isn't? Yeah, I know. Oh, hang on. What about La Lovett and Julia Roberts? Mm. Uh, yeah. 
That's her. Julia Roberts. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favourites. I didn't write down. <laughs> what a great, what a great uh, coupling. Still, poor bastard ended up with an actress. <laughs> what about yeah. Michael Jackson and uh, McCulkin? Whatever his first name was. McCulkin? What, they were an item? <laughs> Get out of here. They shared tissues. He had, he had sleepovers. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking Yeah, they had sleepovers. Okay, Court- oh. okay so Courtney Love time. dated Edward Norton. He seems more sensible than that. Yeah, but Nickelback's oh, lead vocalist. Oh, oh, we have standards. <laughs> Chad, and we're ready to lower them at any opportunity. <laughs> he dated Avril Lavigne. Come on. He dated... He, 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 he dated Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. At our pre, pre-production meeting, where we try to try, usurp your authority, Phil... Listener, listener, Phil is a tyrant. I'm um, the Mujahideen of um, podcast hosts. He looks nice. It's deceiving. Yeah, he's, hard, he's so hard to work with. I'm going to issue a fatwa against you guys. You watch out. <laughs> Did your parents sky you for... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life in the worst possible way? Are you missing out on all the pleasure possible? Then call the Dapto Foreskin Restoration Clinic and ask about our revolutionary foreskin restoration techniques. It's time to act. Become intact. Our system of weights and the patented tugging techniques will leave you the way God intended, restoring valuable erogenous tissue. The Dapto Foreskin Restoration Clinic, putting the dangle in your wangle. The interesting thing about doing an 80s party is that... He's still dragging that 80s party back into it. Oh. Like a poison arrow. But in the 80s party, everyone wants, wants yeah. to hear ABBA, even though they're de- de- definitively 70s, really. You know, most of their big hits were in the... Because there was an ABBA, there was an ABBA on 45 in the sure 80s. But, um, hits on 45, ABBA on 45. Which brings um, me to... You know, there's yep. two two new ABBA songs at Christmas, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're re-recording mm-hmm. and uh, doing that. And two, you know they're... Two tracks. No, 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 no. And two, two brand new tracks. Two brand new tracks, and they're going on a world tour as well. Oh. Did you know that? Oh, I haven't heard that. Yeah, with me. their avatars. Which world, they've got, Phil? You kidding they've me? Got, <laughs> they've got holograms, and they're going to be. Um, oh, no. They're doing a world tour featuring digital avatars of themselves as they looked in the mid 70s with live instrumentation as it makes its round, way around the world. The group's lead vocals will be taken from its albums and 1977 Australian tour. It's perfect, says Benny Anderson. We can be on stage while I'm home walking the dogs. It'll be like you're in 1977 with a live band, live backing vocals, a great set design with lights and sound, and everything will be like a live concert with avatars. Rob, can you put your Tony Abbott book down and, and pay attention? Because oh, I've got another script here about... I'm just getting ready for the next <laughs> Prime Minister. Did you know there, there was a time before Abbott? Yeah. We were there, Phil. Yeah, they... they, they... They had a rock band, folk band before. Ah, that. no, more than that. I know what they were called. It was B double A B Bab. <laughs> they got it worked out. They did a they did an album with uh, Jack Michelson. Bab. Oh, that doesn't work. What do you mean? 
Uh, excuse me, listener, if we can uh, get rid of this misinformation, if I can um, set the record in the pre-ABBA days straight. ABBA. Hold on, hold on. misinformation is not rostered on tonight. <laughs> ABBA were brought together by Stig Anderson, the former lead singer of Stig Anderson yes. and his mashed cream puffs, who was the lyricist of the Swedish yeah. hit The Girls Who Know How Are Found in the Country. <laughs> Carry on, Phil. This is great. This is great. This is all true, folks. <laughs> Obviously, it means something different in Swedish. Bjorn Alvaeus was a singer with a folk <laughs> schlager group called the Hootenanny Singers. Hang on a sec. Drinky mad, won't you have me tonight? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Is that the one? Don't you want to know what folk <laughs> schlager music is? I've, 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 got, I've got that album. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you have. <laughs> I have. <laughs> oh, can I have a copy, Chris? I'll look for it. I wish I did have it. I'd pay good wet, money. Can I'd you wet transfer it to me? Wet <laughs> transfer. First so, time I used wet, tra- wet transfer, I thought it was called wet transfer. Yeah, I know. You've got the capital in the wrong place. Name. I know. <laughs> so anyway, Bjorn Alvaeus and Stig Anderson... Um, collaborated on the song Froken Fredrickson, a song about a man who makes the mistake yes. of wandering onto his balcony in a dressing gown on a breezy day and after a sudden gust of wind finds himself reported to the vice squad. <laughs> well, wouldn't happen in Greece. But, um, it's just a song. It's a song. And you can go to, you can go to YouTube and f- listen to Froken Fredrickson and it's actually sounds exactly like Harper Valley PTA. I don't know what what the story is with this because they it's, uh, they they say that they wrote the song together, but it's just a rip off of Harper Valley PTA. And her listeners listeners might right. remember the song Harper Valley PTA, but it was a country I do sixty songs. I love. I who was it? What was her name? Jeannie um, C. Riley. Jeannie really? uh, C. Yeah, Riley. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Anyway, so yes. Um, great song. Bjorn and she got to keep her window sheds pulled completely down. That's up there with uh, my uh, Bobby Gentry. What was that song called? Um, uh, the Bridge. What was it about? The Bridge. At the Tallahassee Bridge. Tallahassee Bridge. Yeah. Uh, Tallahassee Bridge. Fantastic song. What's it called? Ode to Billy Joe. And that's up there with LA International Airport. It is. <laughs> well, no, but actually, Bobby Gentry. Bobby Gentry had a degree yeah. in music, so she'd come in on a session. She knew more about the songs and how they should work than anyone else in the recording. Back to back to Abba, ladies and gentlemen. Can I finish this script? I wish <laughs> Ethel Merman was still alive. Do. I know you do. I feel your pain. Keep going, bro. <laughs> While filming a nostalgic Schlager special, we don't want to stop Phil from doing his script, do we, Chris? No, I'd, I'd love to hear what what happened to Abba before they because became it a... just sounds so natural the way he's reading it. He's a reader. That's what he is. He's got very thick glasses, listener. While filming a nostalgic Schlager special, that's from too much reading. <laughs> Bjorn met eighteen-year-old Agneta, <laughs> who already had a major hit with Snovet Ok Desijud Vagana. <laughs> Oh, great, great song. It was in A. Benny, meanwhile, was playing keyboards in The Hep Stars. They had great names in Sweden for the bands, didn't they? I know. Just don't get English right in such a beautiful way. He'd met Anna Fried, who was already a household name after her own 1967 smash, Din. What, just to find household name, Phil, do you mean like Ajax? <laughs> <laughs> like I care. No instructions. How do you spell the song that she had a 1967 hit with? D-I-N, Din. D-I-N, Din. Wow. Yeah. 
What was it about? A noise or food? The, the previously mentioned Stig Anderson, who wrote The Girls Who Know How Are Found in the Country, with Stig Anderson and his mashed cream puffs. Well, I'm looking forward to the big, the big finale of this story. <laughs> I, can feel, I can feel a whopper coming. There's no finale. I can feel whopper. a lighter coming. There's no finale. It just it goes. It never stops. Yeah, I mean, it just it goes stops. on like this. <laughs> we could lose our listener. Stops. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to put a, a warning at the end and contact names for certain services that to help people get through something like this. Yeah, dollar prayer. Dollar yeah, prayer still exists. The helpline numbers. <laughs> Big pink dog. Why don't you do a script every week, Phil? This is really good. Uh, this, is, this is good. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Phil, please keep going. I'm on the edge of my chair. I've stapled myself into this seat. The aforementioned, the aforementioned Stig Anderson brought them all together. And in 1970, in a restaurant in Gothenburg, they made their de- debut together and were called... The engaged couples. Oh. <laughs> so it wasn't wasn't Barb. But strangely enough, management was unhappy with this name. <laughs> they didn't think it would make them worldwide a worldwide hit, and they started using their initials for once. Unfortunately, <laughs> Abba was also the name of Sweden's largest. Tuna canning company. <laughs> oh, that explains the music. But oh, wow. not to be stopped. That explains everything. Not yeah. to be stopped. They Give they spoke the with the company. They bought the canning company. <laughs> they, they asked the fish canning company if it was okay if they used the name ABBA. And they agreed, provided that ABBA, the group, was clean, well-behaved, and successful. And smelt like fish. That's the end of my story. <laughs> No, didn't smell like. <laughs> and thus, a legend was born. Which one, Phil? That's. <laughs> and I can't take any more after that. That was just great. You watch what you eat. You count the calories in your drinks. You take time to watch your waistline. Fatty, salty foods are definitely out, but a lot of the time they're so hard to detect. Now, that's in the past with New Quark. New Quark. First we took out the cholesterol, then we took out the salt. Now we've taken out the water. Try it now. New Quark cheese tablets. My brother went on a world all-you-can-eat tour. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Of buffets. And hi, hi, Jeff, if you're listening. My, my brother's idea of a great time, and, and hello again, Jeff, if you're listening, is to squeeze in as many airport lounges as possible and as many buffets. All you can eat buffets. And I have to admire his perseverance and dedication to the task at hand. We're, we're going to replace you with a small group of men called Chris Parsons. <laughs> fast, fast, accurate. How's his editing? Topic, topical. <laughs> a small group of very busy right. men called Chris Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening at home, Chris, hi. I've got the album of the week. Oh. Classic rock, cavity search.
pretty good, isn't it? You have been forgotten It's, um, there's the cover. So, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, the album of the week on Is This Shirt Slimming? That track was called Shellfish Toxin, which I think is going to be the single. <laughs> it's got the single all over it. This is going and to it is the fant- phantasmagorical debut album by Tropical Fuckstorm, A Laughing Death in Meat Space. Oh, my mum told me about that album. It delivers a fraught... <laughs> <laughs> All the girls at the nursing home have got it. I don't remember voting on the album of the week. It delivers a fraught vision of algorithmic apocalypse. It's got great tracks like You Let My Tires Down, Antimatter Animals, The Future of History, and the aforementioned Shellfish Toxin. Musical Careers. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Is This Shirt Slimming? Unfortunately, we can't play any of the music that we talk about as the copyright bodies responsible won't issue a license to podcasters or us. That's why the music you hear is composed mainly by Christopher Sulos and a little, little, little bit by myself. None by me. We'd like to thank the people who contribute to this podcast, including, but not limited to, Chris Parsons, Max Thrower, Hugh Wade, Bill Drake, Stuart Storman, Simon Whale, and Jan Paul. You can find us at slimmingly.strikingly.com on Facebook at Slimmingly and on Twitter at Shirt Slimmingly. This has been Is This Shirt Slimming? Beware of the shellfish toxin. You've been listening to Is This Shirt Slimming? Brought to you by the Dapto Foreskin Restoration Clinic. Time to act. Become intact. Is This Shirt Slimming? Brought to you by XY40, the ultimate acoustic tool. Musical careers on life support. Musical careers on life support. Musical careers on life support. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.